Where do security programs often fail? And in the case of a massive breach like the one recently experienced by credit reporting bureau Equifax, what lessons can be learned about program priorities to prevent future breaches? Hi, I'm Joan Goodchild, Director of Multimedia Content with Information Security Media Group, and today I'm talking with Ira Winkler, President of SecureMentum, about where security programs often go wrong. Ira, let's start right there with Equifax. What are your thoughts based on what we now know about this breach? My impression of all these things is that people are failing to detect. What's happening is people look at their programs as protection programs. Good security programs are not protection programs, but integrated programs of protection, detection, and reaction. So much like we saw from the OPM hacks, we've seen from the Target hacks, we've seen from Home Depot and Heartland and everything for the last decades, the bad guys get in and that's inevitable. But those programs were failing to detect the bad guys for months, if not more than a year at a time. And that's where the programs fail. Then when they finally get them, when they finally detect at best, the reaction tends to be slow. So what, again, what we really need to do is understand that security programs don't fail when bad, bad guys get in. Security programs fail when bad guys get out. So for example, with Equifax, when the bad guys got in, it's not unreasonable. Apparently the zero day attack was only two days old for lack of a better way of saying it. So it's not unheard of that an organization of that size can't patch it that quickly and that would be acceptable. But again, once they got in, maybe there'd be some damage, but the fact they were able, the bad guys were able to get the data out is really what caused the damage. And that's when the security program massively failed. So let's drill into that a little bit more. Where did they go wrong in their security program, do you think? Um, it's, this is where there's, hard, without knowing all the details that have come out, where really it appears they went wrong again at this point was a failure of detection. So for example, the bad guys apparently got in, you know, had an initial point, and frankly, from a latest Bloomberg article, it appears that perhaps they were using strategies of what you would call advanced persistent threat APT. They had a breach team. The breach team passed off to, you know, the exploitation team from what's being reported, and the exploitation team was then able to dwell on the network set up apparently up to 30 servers that were being used for malicious purposes, potentially exfiltration purposes. Equifax apparently did not detect malicious accesses to the databases containing PII. They did not detect the manipulation of their own systems that were being used as exfiltration servers. They did not detect what appears to be, which is somewhat unusual, a constant exfiltration of data as opposed to just a one-time massive exfiltration of data. So all that put together, when you look at it, yes, there were failures in protection, but again, that's expected. But to have the bad guys on your network for several months with exfiltrating data over several months as well, that's where it's unacceptable. And then, of course, the, the, the reaction that they had was horrid with insider trading, more than actually protecting customers. And that's the worst part of it. Right. All right. Now, given how you describe how a security program should be set up, protection, detection, and reaction, what's your perception about where 
current security programs in general go wrong? Yeah, what I think it seems to be wrong with the programs, and it's hard to pinpoint it, but I think there's a lot of what I would call detection deficit disorder in there. You know, again, bad guys gain in with a huge organization with the footprints they have, that's inevitable. But detection, but apparently, like, so for example, apparently FireEye had a, you know, use case on their website featuring Equifax. And that means that there was some detection in place, but much like ADD attention deficit disorder, people assume, oh, these people just can't pay attention. That's not the case. When you study it, you find that people are paying too much attention in the wrong things, or they're paying too much attention to too many things. And that allows them to miss the, the issues that are most critical. So that's one of the problems, detection deficit disorder and not knowing and looking in the right places. Simultaneously, I think a lot of the problem is with security managers. I don't know if it's the case in this one because it hasn't been reported, but in general, I see a problem where security managers are getting the budgets and the program that they deserve, not the budgets and the program that they need. And what I mean by that is the security managers go in, they're given a random budget, and then they have to deal with the budget as they can as opposed to proactively determining what is the amount of loss they're willing to accept, what's going to mitigate the loss best for optimizing the potential loss, and then pushing out, you know, and then pushing out the appropriate program and approaching management to get the budgets that they need by going ahead and making a business case for it. That's where I see a lot of these programs failing. And again, sometimes it's a fundamental focus of too much protection not enough detection and reaction. I think there was a study that was done that said more than 80% of budget goes to protection and less than 20 goes to detection and reaction. Frankly, given the way most programs are and the inevitable you know, encroachment by the adversaries, you should probably be putting much more into detection than reaction. And also you need to educate the people to understand this is a concept because people don't understand Really, risk really, security is about risk management. Security, by definition, is freedom from risk. So if you're a security professional, you're a failure by definition. These people have to look at security as a risk management, as a cultural aspect, not just a, you know, not just a buzzword. Great. Now, you recently published your book, Advanced Persistent Security. And in it, you talk about how an organization's culture impacts its overall awareness within its security program. Can you talk about that a little bit? Yeah, important. You know, again, the, the book covers like the whole concept of what a security program should be. But one of the most fundamental principles is security culture. Your security culture can either is both simultaneously a vulnerability and also potentially your greatest countermeasure. And what I mean by that is if there is a culture that by definition is secure proactively or is security focused proactively, this means that management is generally accounting for security as an integral piece of their business processes, which is important. It means that your IT staff also looks at security as integral to their whole, your whole network architecture. It also means that the people behave securely, 
not because they're scared to, you know, scared into it or be fed horror stories, but they have security as part of their business practices. So for example, and I'll just, you know, I'll just use this as an easy example for people in IT. When people are going ahead and adding, like an, when the IT people want to determine the secure, you know, whether or not they should add a system to the network, there should be security checklists built into the whole release of the software. You know, were there security reviews? Were there, you know, is there a vulnerability assessment or a penetration test before it goes live? Are there default checklists or, you know, policies and procedures that need to be followed as just part of the normal routine of rolling out, maintaining websites or other applications as an example? So those are, you know, that's really in a nutshell an example, but there's a whole bunch and the culture should be pervasive in all the practices. Security shouldn't be, again, an add-on. It should be something that's included in daily practices. Great. Ira Winkler, thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. For ISMG, I'm Joan Goodchild.